Dateline special. Well, she's in jail right now. Yeah. She's in custody, but he's not. It looks like he's going to be. Right. And it's finally on something substantial. Right. And not just not answering questions. Like her. Right. It's just weird to me. It's nonsense. Oh, yeah. It's total nonsense. Okay. So are you ready? Because there's like all of this is nonsense. Right. So. Like how did they miss so much the authorities I'm talking about? So much. So much. Well, and because we've done, we've talked about stuff like this where it's like different agencies and not the mm-hmm. the interconnectedness and they've been all over the place. They've been in Idaho, Arizona, Hawaii. Mm-hmm. California. Okay, but I watched. First of all, I heard the nine one one call when her brother died. Right, and then there's they have the actual footage of when Charles died. Right, and I watched two different versions of that, like probably from two different um, body cams and two different officers. And I'm like, how are they not? How how are they not? It just arrest him to. Like, the story doesn't make much right. sense. The brother? Gonna, yeah, yeah. Arrest you, question you. I've watched 48 Hours, that show, uh, what is it called? The Next 48 or something like where they solve a case in 48 Hours. Where they've had cases like that where it could be self-defense, but they still go through the motions of arresting somebody, interrogating right. them. Yeah, that was really weird to They me. didn't do any of that. Yeah, that was really weird They talked to, to him on the curb and then talking to her and she... She had no... Nothing. Um, your husband... Okay, I don't care if you're estranged no. right now, but there has to be... You've been together since 2006. Yeah. There has to be... Something. S- something. And... From what everybody says, he treated her so good, better than any of the other. But there was no emotion. No. Even like. She was joking. Yeah. So, okay. Me in that position, even if there was no love lost, yeah. I would still feel maybe remorse, panicky yeah. that my brother might be in trouble. Right. She didn't. She There was nothing. Nothing. Like nothing. they had it so planned out. Right. Like. His call to 911, he immediately says self-defense. Right. It was very scripted. And then her not being there, but they were there prior. And then even the daughter's response was like, I feel like she took her daughter for a drive to tell her, you better say this and don't react and don't cry. And if you do, same thing could happen to you. So are we jumping right into this? We are. Okay. I think we need to tell the story. Okay. Yeah. Because we got to start from the beginning. All right. Hello, everybody. This is Tipsy Tales. Welcome (laughs) to our show. We are talking about uh, Lori Fellow and Chad Daybell, the case that's out there right now. Did you? Yes. So we already had started talking about this and I started recording because I asked Carlene some questions because we all know what Carlene does. And if you don't know what she does, she is a spiritual medium. And so I was asking her her some questions uh, prior to starting this whole episode because I know we're going to probably um, revisit this in the future and I want to be able to play that back. So I'm not, you're not, you guys aren't going to hear the answers. So <laughs> I know it's going to be kind of frustrating. You're not going to hear the answers this time because that, that part I'm not putting in. I just wanted her to get, to get like her take on this. <laughs> And then we just started talking, so you're just, you're... You're getting sorry. a preview of what we're going to, we'll probably repeat all that. Yeah, we'll probably repeat all of it. So thanks for joining us. We are We're, we're going to be diving into some crazy shit. Yeah, we're in day 10,565 of the 
quarantine. Oh my God. <laughs> and listen, if you live in Idaho, Arizona, um, California, probably. Right. Or what was the other state? Utah. Right. Yeah. Utah. And did you say Hawaii? And Hawaii. Or? Yeah. You've probably heard a lot about this case. And, and I live in Arizona to... and I don't, he, I didn't know you anything. You didn't. About, yeah. I didn't but know. Thanks to Tiffany. Thank you, Tiffany, for this story. Because once I started like go, getting into this, I was like, what the hell? Yeah, I heard about it and I watched the news segments and stuff like that. But I ha- I don't dive into that stuff. I right. just... See, and that's anything that this has made to do me with realize how kids. much I don't really watch the local news. I'll pop in mm-hmm. and out every once in a while, but I just I, I don't really get into it. And I honestly, contrary to popular belief, I don't watch a lot of TV. Like we have our shows that we watch, mm-hmm. but we don't have like the the network stuff. So like I really don't unless it pops up on my feed somewhere, <laughs> and then I just jump into it, or somebody mentions it, then I start you know researching it. But yeah, goodness, yeah. Girl. Sorry, we are in the flypocalypse right now. There's you're like, gonna hear us say. Get off my beer. Yeah, there's like <laughs> godzillion flies outside. Like, I don't know what is going on, but I've been seeing it on next door that all the neighbors are going through the same thing. So thank God it's not. It's crazy. My puppies and all their poop, which I pick up every day. But yeah, it's not her puppies. It's not my puppies. I've never seen so many flies, though. Right. It's crazy. So, so we're going to jump right into this. So let's start at the beginning. Okay, so go. You want to tell it or you want? Well, I'm going to let you because you're like, you're super excited. And I know you've been, you've probably watched more of this than I have. I've just. Well, we could just both. You jump in if I'm missing something. I'll jump in if you're missing something. Because we both have done a lot of research. Not to mention, if any of you watch Dateline, Friday's Dateline was about it. And also, I guess they did a Dateline. Yeah, a few weeks ago, which is that uh-huh. that one I had watched. And then he told me about that one. And I uh-huh. was like, okay. I'm- yeah, because we were going to record Friday. But then we were like, wait, we need to watch this Dateline first. <laughs> right. So there's so many characters in this story. And it kind of goes, weaves in and out, back and forth. And so just kind of bear with us because so so we'll start with Lori Bella well yeah or do you want to start with Chad no I think we need to start because they say like Lori is the common denominator right but I think Chad is the puppet master you think so yes I think this is a case of where you get these two personalities that converge and they form something else like I don't know this is like the sense that I'm getting out of it, like it just, her adding her to the recipe of Chad just Daybell. went like well, it fed his ego, yeah, and the two of them together. But okay, so how about this? I'm gonna start with how Lori was pre Chad. Okay, so all the family and the friends say that Lori Vallow, who originated here, I believe, with her family. They all, I think they live here. I don't know. It sounds like she, they were all over the place. They, yeah, they did, but they didn't live in Idaho. That was like the last. Well, Hawaii was, but anyway, doesn't that none of that matters? It just means no, no, no. You're right, Utah. Yeah, Utah. It was Utah. Right, okay. She was raised in a very strong Mormon family with, you know, normal brothers and sisters, and. I think at a fairly young age, her her one of her siblings, her sister, had died, and Lori kind of took on the mom role with the niece. What's the niece name? Um, Tan- no, Melanie. Melanie. Okay, so let's not forget that little tidbit. So 
Melanie is the niece, and she is the daughter of the sister that has passed away. Right. But all through Lori growing up, she was very normal. She was a cheerleader. All her friends talk about how funny she was. She was very sweet and just normal, happy-go-lucky, kind of the entertainer of the group. And then um, as she ended up having kids, even people would talk about what a fantastic mother she was, how involved she was. She's the sweetest thing. She has been married uh, five times. Is it five? (laughs) Five times. And the Charles, I believe, was the last uh, husband number four. Right. And his family was even saying what a beautiful person she was to the point where his sister had a grandson and um, Lori and Charles adopted the grandson who is JJ, one of the missing children. Right. But they wouldn't have done that if she was psycho crazy. She was a good, loving, amazing mom. So she grew up in a very normal, religious family. They said even when she was a kid, she would... She went to religious classes. This in high school. She'd go to religious classes before she went to school. Like, how many kids are that dedicated and do those things? Right. So, I mean, she was very devout. You know, like, I can't even express. Like, it, the two different personalities are in this story. Right. With one person is crazy. So, anyway, she got married at a young age because that's what a lot of Mormon families, that's what they do. Yeah, that's normal. And so she got married and she had her first son, Ryan. No, is that his name? Yeah, I think it's Ryan. Colby. Oh, yeah. Colby. And their last name's Ryan. So she has Colby and then she ends up having Tylee. Colby is... Different dad. Well, right. Colby and Tylee have the same dad, and then there's JJ. Okay, because I was seeing Colby was from her second husband, but he has this, the third husband's last name. Actually, I'm sorry. I put number one, but I think it's husband number two mm. is their dad. I think I wrote that correction back here somewhere. Yeah, I thought they were also from two different dads, but then as I researched okay. further... I, I thought it was... I could be wrong. I thought she was from husband number three. The one that ends up Num- Oh, you're away. right. Joseph is Tylee's dad. Colby, the oldest son, is by number two. I did write the correction. Oh. I'm sorry. I know not to argue with you. <laughs> See, I'm catching on. Like, don't think you know it all. I knew I wrote a correction because when I was watching the... Um, when I was researching, it gave me one thing. And then I watched the date line thing and it said that right so i was like i'm gonna go with that although some of the dateline information was not what i researched yeah i think they hype things up a little yeah so whatever okay so so she has colby from number one tylee from number two and then jj is adopted so she goes through husband number one he's safe and sound as far as i know husband number two Two, safe and sound. Husband number three mysteriously dies. Well, not so mysterious. He, I think he has a heart attack. Yeah. And husband number four, obviously. Is killed by Lori's brother, Alex. Let, let me tell you about Alex. Right. <laughs> Alex seems like Lori's soldier. He, yeah. 
He's the hitman. Right. I, he's the fixer, quote unquote. Yeah. I mean, he is. No, I he's, believe it. He's a fixer. And I and here's here's the weird thing, everybody. Do you want to slip in right now about this? Well, we haven't introduced. Okay, let me let me introduce you to the husbands. Well, How about that? Yeah, let's talk about Charles. Okay, so we have husband number four is Charles. He's dead, and then um, in comes husband Chad. number five. Right, and that is Chad Daybell. Okay, mind you. So Lori married husband number four mm-hmm. in two thousand six. Uh, yeah, and husband number four is shot and killed in 2018 and then within months not even months she's with she's, this guy she's with this guy yeah and then daybell he okay so here's some of the conflict i also researched that okay so chad daybell was married to a woman named tammy right tammy what i my research showed me that she was also previously married before him and her husband or husbands also mysteriously died but then the daybell really? thing i didn't i didn't run into yeah, that yeah oh. i even wrote but whatever so they say on the dateline thing they were saying that they were married for like 20 years or something oh wow or her and the other guy or him and her and chad oh yeah her and chad so okay. that's why i was like I mean, well, and maybe from what she it got sounds like, briefly. is that she, he was like the love of her life, like he was and mind you, of his life. Yes, she was the love of his life. They did everything together. They were also Mormon, right? Devout, mm-hmm. and Tammy ends up mysteriously dying at age what thirty uh, nine. I don't remember the age, but she's she, not in October of twenty nineteen. Right, she ends up. Going to sleep and not waking up. And this is a perfectly healthy woman. She was actually training for like a 5K or something. Some, you know, running race. Right. <laughs> marathon. And just went to sleep and died. Went to sleep and died. So the police go to that. Right. And it costs a lot to do an autopsy. So they don't. They don't. They just pretty much pronounced it like as natural causes. Usually, no foul play, nothing. No. And usually... From my understanding, if somebody dies at home, I mean, even my sister who passed away at home, they do an autopsy. So this is really strange that they didn't do an autopsy on yeah, her. Yeah, it is really weird. And so... So they, that was October, right? Yeah, October 2019. And when was Charles? Charles was... Hold on, I have that. Okay, uh, it was July, July 11th. So July, July 11th. So, but get last this. Last summer. Yes. Everything is transpiring within the last year. Yeah, right. Yes. And, and then... Okay, so she dies, they bury her, and then she... They have documentation. They, meaning police, right. now have documentation via a a reporter dug this up that like 17 days before Tammy's death the rings they shot and bought wedding rings on her dead husband's on Charles account that's just 
Okay. On let's, Charles. Let's, let's talk about Charles, though. Amazon. Let's... Okay, so now we go... So now we go to Charles. Okay, so Charles is a pretty successful businessman doing financial investments or something like that. So she's like, cha-ching, cha-ching. You know, she came from nothing and has worked her way up to... Right. And by all accounts, it sounds like they were, like you were saying, that she, that she was a devoted wife, mm-hmm. devoted mother. Um, And then out of nowhere, she, she starts... Oh, she starts doing this podcast with Chad at the beginning of last year, 2019. She kind of like gets involved with this group and then starts doing this podcast. And that's kind of like what starts looping her in and getting her nutty. Well, it sounds like it almost sounds like she'd already kind of like she was already getting it because because the podcast, she's selling it. Yeah. It sounds like she'd read his books and that she's like she's like. Yeah, kind of like fangirling on him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She's a true believer. Yeah. And so she starts doing the podcast and then the the switch was flipped. It the, everybody says it was like one day she's the one the Lori everybody knows and then the next day she's like a crazy. Yeah, completely different person. Yeah, like talking about doomsday and people having evil even in court documents charles had written that she said was it charles yeah that wrote that she was going that she was claiming she viewed herself as a god preparing for the second coming of christ and that she was going to murder him because he was a zombie or evil or something he also claimed in these documents that his wife would kill him if he got in her way for to perform that mission and she truly believes even to this day that's why she's walking around with a smirk on her face and her head held high because she truly believes she is this goddess and come and come july or whatever it is that the world's gonna end and her and 144,000 people are going to be. I just think that's interesting, the whole 144,000 thing. Where did they come up with that number? Well, it's in Revelations. So oh, that's okay. that's also right. a number that uh, JWs use because I grew up in that. Oh. So like it's, I was like, oh, wow. They, I didn't know that that was a thing for other religions too. So I think it's you should talk about Chad Daybell and this cult, a.k.a. this doomsday religion. That well, I, I want to keep on going on Charles though because he was just like... He was still in love with her. Like, even though they were going through, he files for this divorce. Yeah. And he's still in love with her. So the day that he dies, he's going to pick up JJ. Yeah, but you don't want to talk about that. I do, but I... Because that's so much of this that people won't understand what we're talking No, I think they'll get it. I think they'll get it. All right. You go ahead and I'll jump in. (laughs) I want to know where you're going. Okay, so, so Charles, he converts... To being a Mormon. Oh, yeah. He when did, they get married, he, he, he was a Catholic before, mm-hmm. but he loved Lori so much that he, he converts. And that's that's not an easy thing to no. do. No. So here they are. They've adopted his uh, great nephew, mm-hmm. basically, from it's his sister's grandchild, and JJ, and he has special needs. Right. Oh, yeah. He's he has autistic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, so he's autistic. So, you know... And, and Lori's, like you said, she's like this wonderful doting mother and she's taking care of her kids and whatever. And then Col- bam. And Colby says, like, this is the first husband that he really liked that treats all the kids great. Like, like they're his own. Mm-hmm. Treats them with respect. Treated her with respect. Gave her the world. Right. She didn't have to do anything. He gave her the world. Right. So 
you know, he was a really great guy. Right. So go, and then so and then and then so during these pr- divorce proceedings, she takes thirty thousand dollars from their joint account. So well, I'm she getting... says in the in the documents, he tells in the court documents when he says that about her murdering. Right. He also states that she said she was going to clean out his bank account. Right. And and she she did. She, right. She took out a big chunk, twenty five, right. thirty thousand. That's a lot of money. Exactly. So he goes to pick up JJ. Mm-hmm. So they're already going through this whole divorce thing. He goes to pick up JJ and forgets that his phone's inside. He gets out of the car, goes to get his phone, and finds Lori scrolling through his phone. Oh, this is what she says, though. Right, right. This is what she says. Right. This First is her all, explanation. It, you guys need to go watch this body cam footage on YouTube. It's unbelievable. Like, you're just like, oh, you're all of it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. But go ahead. <laughs> Oh, my God. So he goes back in there and, according to her, starts scrolling through her phone and then a big old fight ensues. Like, And the daughter. The daughter goes to get a bat. Tylee goes and gets a bat. According to her. And Tylee. And Tylee. But I think she, she was, was taken. Yeah, I think she was taken around and told, you better tell the story. So the brother, Alex, ends up, he gets into it with him, goes to his room, gets a gun, and shoots him. But Wait supposedly Lori had left to take JJ to school. So this is where things, even with the cop, right. it was like, you're screwing up your story already. Right. Because he even so, said. Like, that was what I wasn't clear on is what, yeah. at what point. So they yes. shoot, he, sh- they shoot them. He shoots them and then they go. And then she, the ha- they that's the only way. That. That's the only way it could have happened. Because well, he went back he in the said, house, an argument, a fight happens. Well, this is what he said. He said, according to the brother, to Alex, while sitting on the curb, he said the fight started earlier. Because they were like, where'd the bat come in right. to play? How'd you get a bat? If this is, if you're just visiting, because this is not Alex's house, it's Lori's house, and Alex is visiting. Let, let me put in. Yeah. Here's another That's weird another thing. thing. And this is in Arizona. It's Sorry, in Ar- we, It's I, in Chandler. It's in Chandler, Arizona. And Alex is visiting. He supposedly said he was visiting, but from Santan. Right. From here. Right. So even the cop was like, "You're visiting." So you're visiting, but you live in Santan. So what? You were just staying the night. Yeah, What's going on? Yeah. Why'd you bring your gun? None of it makes sense. None of it's it. It's all planned. Anyway, also Charles had a rental because he was visiting from Houston, and when Lori, so she's got they've got like three cars right. in the driveway, and why is she driving Charles's rental? Right. If they're in such an argument, right. Why does she? Ha- yeah, I'm pissed at you. Go ahead, take my rent. Yeah, you definitely have to watch the body cam yeah. footage, and I'll probably I'll, I'll put a link so you guys can uh, look at that. But you could also go watch the Dateline because the Dateline episode, if yeah. you have access. Except to for that. they blur out their faces and they mute her and Tylee. Right. But on YouTube, There's, you can oh, see it really? on YouTube. Okay, then yeah, I'll use that. Okay, then I'll use so that link. He. So Alex says there was a fight earlier mm-hmm. because once the cop is like so wait so the kids saw you shoot him and she's like he says no 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 oh this happened Where earlier was jj the whole time was he is still in the car because remember well, this he gets is another down. thing nope that's another okay, thing that, I they wasn't clear said on that. she took him to school supposedly where she was with tylee right okay but it's then, a dos Equis kind of days 
It is. It's it's getting hot. Yeah. And okay. then she says, he says, they kind of changed the story and say that he was at school this whole time. That he wasn't there. He yeah. was there no, at first. That's and not then what they I changed think it. happened. I think. I think the kids were there the whole yeah. time. And I think they took JJ because JJ was probably freaking out. But they were able to control Tylee. Right. So they took JJ somewhere. Or maybe they took Tylee and JJ and left him. I don't know. No. So he, Alex is like a, a fight and I mean, the thing is that we're depending on what she, her version of events. Oh, I'm saying what fact. Alex. Yeah. Because Alex's events, that's where the story got messed up in the beginning. Because right. he's, because then the cops said, where'd the bat come from? Right. Well, there was a fight earlier. Tylee brought the bat out. She poked her dad. He grabbed the bat. So Charles grabbed the bat. Then somehow, this is where it gets messed up. Because then he's like, then he started threatening me with it. And then the cops said, so wait, the kids were here? And then after you shot him, Lori took the kids to school? Right. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. He came back for his phone. He left and he came back for his phone. And they were gone because she took... JJ to school and then the fight started right again between right. him between the two of them right and then um he said that supposedly Charles hit him in the back of the head with the bat right okay here's another stupid so part. here's another thing his ex-wife attests to the fact that Charles didn't even have a he was not a pers- an angry person. An angry person. He mm-hmm. wasn't easily provoked. Mm-hmm. Just like not even like with other males. Like yeah. that he was never ever like physical or ever like angry with her. He's so- a very calm. But here's the other thing. He's very athletic. Right. He's a big guy. And so if he's going to hit somebody, he's going to do some damage. Right. And Alex yeah, didn't that look, have that look, any. That looked like he was just play acting. Like- yeah. Because he was blotting something, but there was no... That Why didn't he have the fire department look at him? Right. I mean, he, if he got hit so hard that he was in fear for his life, he'd probably need paramedics. Okay, so then there's this other thing where he admitted to one of Lori's friends that in her previous marriage that he had tased the husband. Yes, um, husband number three. Right. He, he tased... The husband spent 90 days in jail because he got guilty on that one. Right. And, and wanted to kill him. Yeah. And admitted then, wanting to kill him. Yes. And then shortly after that, he, he dies of a heart attack. Right. That's what I mean, the mysterious yeah, heart attack. So remember that he died of a heart attack. Yes. <laughs> and then, so he gets hit with the bat, runs to his room, grabs his gun. Then the police say, the police officer says, so you had time to run to the room, get the gun, and then you went back out to confront him? Why didn't you stay in the room, shut the door, and call us? Right, exactly. Right poor, there. And poor Tylee's put in, like, I, I feel like her mom took her away, uh-huh. coached her on what to say. She uh-huh. came back, and even the detectives that were on the case basically said she sounded like it was rehearsed. Uh-huh. Like, like, the way she responded didn't sound like something... That would naturally come out of somebody. And for somebody who just like basically in, is she said witnessing. something like in retrospect I should have yes. went back and got the bat. Yes. Yeah. So Yes. So okay, so, here's my 
thing where I feel like she's Lori's, he's Lori's soldier and where I feel like something was up with Lori even before she met Chad Daybell. Like this is like my theory is the whole third husband thing. Mm -hmm. Something was going on already there. That's way before she met Chad. Well, what happened to husband number two? Okay, number one... Number two is still alive. Number two is still alive, right? Cause yeah, no, they don't know anything about number one. They don't. He, number they, one, they haven't, the, that yeah. was too young. Yeah. Like, she was just young. And then number two, that one is still alive, right? Because for some reason, I had put something about three husbands die. No. No. I think it's just it's two. only two. Yeah. Okay. Okay, but, so when the cop was like, you had time, why then because to me, that's not self-defense. Right. You went back out, which I've seen. I forget what I was watching, but they actually talked about it's not self-defense if you run out and confront. So, like, if somebody's in my front yard and they're coming up to my house and I open the front door and right. let them in. Right. That's not self-defense because I just let them in. Does that make right. sense? But if they get aggressive with me, well, they're in my house. And then I can't run to safety, but the only way to take care of myself was to shoot them or whatever. That would be self-defense. Right. But if I can run to a room, lock myself in, and call the police. This is why I don't understand why he wasn't arrested, because there was two different stories on that day. Yeah. On that day, there's two different... There's his, Alex's story, and then there's her story. Right. So I don't understand... But even just the fact that he ran to a room, came back out, confronted him, and then is saying, well, he came at me with the bat, and then you shot him? That isn't even a fair fight. Right. A bat versus a gun. Right. Not a knife. Not another gun. Right. A bat versus... Yeah. That's not even a that's fair not fight. Self, that's not that's self. That's not self-defense. No. I mean, I guess, like, if there's a big guy coming to me and I shot him, I'd be in fear of my life. Right. He doesn't have to have any weapon. That just was not... Why yeah, did something they wasn't not clicking question there. that? Yeah. Anyway, they didn't. And that right. was the story. So it was then, July. Maybe it was hot. They all mm-hmm. wanted to go home. I have no idea. They're, that just... It doesn't ring true with me that they no. didn't arrest him that day. And then even the nine... One one call. Which again, you can listen to the whole thing on the YouTube thing. And he's very deliberate in what he says. I just spit all over it. But he says, um, I just shot. And he's super calm. Mm-hmm. I just shot. Um, I forget who he says he shot. But then he's like. He's dead. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. And, and can, can would, would you want to go and check? No. And then he's like, I shot so-and-so or whoever. Um, in self-defense, he right. makes sure he says. Right. Tell me that's not like... They had the whole thing so scripted. So, two things. One is, the neighbor said that she had a big party that night. But, oh, that, and then um, even her son said, though, and I believe him, he's like, he heard that people were saying that she had a pool party that night. Uh-huh. And he's like, I was there. She didn't have a party. Right. Well, but he also said that I just wanted to get out of there and leave. So who knows what time he He was left. there for an hour, though. Yeah, he was only there for an hour. So who knows what uh-huh. happened after he left. I don't think she did. You don't think so? No, I, I don't think so. Well, if she did, that's weird. I'm not that's sure weird. anybody would go to her pool party. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty upset, too. Like, he was, I think he was... He like, liked he, him so much. Yeah, so. I think he was upset 
he was upset at the way things went down and I think he was like genuinely like I think like he felt something that day you could tell like he was just like I just wanted to get out of there and leave yeah because he knew they did it and he's also that was like the only real father figure that he had right okay so that was Charles that's what happens to Charles and then wait before we talk to another about another deceased right so this is mysterious death number two right yeah at this well, point because you but, talked to about the wife did well you? no we we haven't really talked about the wife but we'll get to her because so yeah, okay, let's charles come back because yeah. there's more to that so, so charles is so this is july oh july yeah we have the first husband that died which is husband number three mm-hmm. and then husband number interestingly four. enough that was 2018 so then we're yeah, in 2019. So I honestly feel like she knew Chad and was getting involved in all this earlier than even everybody knows. Okay. Don't you? Maybe. Yeah. I don't no, know. that that it, would kind it, of it make makes sense. sense to yeah. me. If if indeed that is that death is part of this tracks with everything else, then yeah. And also because of all the characters that have started also weaving leaving, in, leaving their devout Mormon religion. Well, should we talk about the niece? Um, I was going to talk about Alex. Okay, yeah, um, let's talk about Alex. Okay, so, so Alex, Alex is the brother. Is the brother who you refer to as the sergeant. Right. <laughs> I refer to as the fixer hitman. Mm-hmm. So Alex, um, do you have the date? It was recent. December? Yeah, it was yeah. like... December 2019? December 2019. Alex. Wait a minute. Yeah, There's on the 12th, more... December 12th, but... There's another Tammy... character. We do the have niece. to talk about the niece. Yeah. Because her husband... Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. Back up, everybody. You're right. I'm wrong. Calm down, <laughs> Carly. I'm so excited. So, okay. Melanie. Let's talk about... So, right now they're in Arizona in this point of the story but they go to rexburg idaho directly after this happens she takes jj and all of them packs them up isn't it yeah because it's oh no in september 3rd no because she ends up in rexburg uh well with just jj pretty much i mean by the end of august it says yeah by the end of August, so July 11th, so by the end of August 2019. I mean, she does take all of them, I guess, and then in September. Moves them to Rexburg. So now we're in Idaho. Wait, let's back up even more because the kids. Right. So August they move, September, like 23rd or something, is the last time Tylee is ever. There's any documentation of anybody having seen her on her. I mean, they didn't even actually see her. They have a photo of her at Yosemite. Yosemite. Right. They took a family. I think trip. that was. I think that was on the way, wasn't it? Like they stopped there. Well, on the way? it's only not that far. I don't remember. I'm not it's only on like an part. hour away or something. Okay. So, oh no, because they took a day trip. Oh, okay. So she's like, "Hey, let's take a day trip," and then. They get there, and that's the, theory, the last time anybody's ever seen Tylee. Yeah, because and nobody actually. There's I don't know if they actually have witnesses, but they the FBI have an actual photo, and Alex is in the photo. JJ. Okay, so where did Tylee. the FBI get the photo? Did they take the picture, or no, this they is got their... the photo from some someone's oh, okay. belongings. Okay, probably. Off anyway, of their so bones uh, or something. Yeah, I mean, somebody had the photo in their phone. I'm assuming. Yeah, Alex, maybe. Oh, it could have been Alex because uh, they went and I... got all his stuff. Well, oh wait a minute, but then okay, so hold on. So like September 23rd or whatever is the last time there's documentation that. 
Tylee is alive and well, and they're at Yosemite. And then um, the only documentation that they have about JJ is when she enrolls in September, in October, and November. I think. No, that was October. October? September. No, it was, it was September. Also? It was September. Okay, so maybe September twenty third. Yeah. Okay, so yes, she goes to this school and says, "I'm taking him out. I'm gonna homeschool him." And you know what's really weird is like I was looking at because I'm I was putting the timeline together. So she barely enrolled him on September third. Yeah. She disenrolls him on December twenty third and says she's gonna homeschool. Not even he's not even there a month. Well, not even a month. Listen, she didn't have an intention of the kids sticking around. I don't think she even had an intention of taking them there. Maybe it was just like a, shit, now I have to. Right. Yeah. It's just weird because even, um, so. The, well, it, Rexburg isn't Rexburg. That's where Chad's at. Yes. Chad so is there. there to be closer She's to there. Yeah. Obviously. And then her and Chad actually, actually, no, Chad was here. They both moved up to Rexburg into the townhouse and then next door Alex Chad moved. was here yeah and Alex moved next door mm-hmm. I think he might have been already he was in Idaho this whole time I could be wrong but they moved to the townhouse together and Alex lived next door oh, okay and then the only footage of JJ is the ring photo uh video yeah that Isn't that have. interesting how much ring captures? Like people, know, they use so ring all the time for this. Story. And then he disappears and there's no JJ, no Tylee. And so then the grandparents who are the, um, hold on, uh, Larry and Kay. Right. They are trying to have some FaceTime with JJ, anything, because they start to get concerned because she's not answering the phone. Before she was, you know, not, he wasn't available. They weren't. There was no communication for weeks. So they call Chandler police, as far as I know, and um, find out, I guess. No, no, no. I I don't know how it all works out. They just wanted a welfare check on They did a knock knock and talk, but they end up going to Rexburg, doing the knock and talk, and it's, you know, nothing's wrong, everything's fine, whatever. Yeah, But he's not there. He's not there. Oh, they, didn't they say like he's with his grandparents? First they said yes. he's with his grandparents. And then he's and with they, a friend. And they're like, no, those are the, the people that sent us. Yes. Yes. Thank you for that. And then they're he's like, no, the he's friend. with a friend in Arizona. So That's two people. Two, okay. So first it was Chad. Chad's like, no, he's with the grandparents. And then Lori pipes in. I don't know at one point, at what point, but she's like, no, he's with um, my friend in Arizona. They go check out the friend. No, JJ. So then they put they out. come back the next day. Yeah. And they're with gone. SWAT. And they're gone. They they took off and left like all of JJ's toys, even outside. All his like balls, little skate things, everything is left outside. So JJ's nowhere because all his shit got left behind too. And there is none of Tylee's stuff. So that's in November. That's November, November, okay. November 26th, but way before November, um, we come back to the niece. Yes. Okay. So go back to the niece now. So the niece her. is, um, wait, I'm going to have to crack this open. I'm going to let you do that. Yeah. Cause it makes a lot of noise. So the niece is Melanie Boudreaux. 
Um, so in June 2019, she ends up um, demanding a divorce from her husband, Brandon Boudreaux. And then in September, actually it was in October, October 2nd, 2019, Brandon claims that he shot with... Ed- he was shot while driving, pulling into his driveway. Right. And he Somebody thought it shot was, at him. yeah, like a paintball gun. He said something about a paintball yeah, gun. Yeah, at first he thought it looked like a paint, paintball gun, gun, and then he realized, and he could describe the vehicle and all of that. And then he realizes it was a legitimate gun. And Sorry, then, guys. We're all over the place. But like this but the story the is just so crazy. Right. And then, um, yeah. So the paintball gun. So don't forget about the paintball gun. That but was the an vehicle, interesting twist. Yeah. So the vehicle. It's like a Jeep or something. Yeah. Ends up being owned by Charles Vello. The, oh, it did. Yeah. Was he it recognized. No, no, no. He recognizes oh, okay. that Charles Vello's old Who, by the way, Jeep is dead. Already passed away. Killed, not passed away. Passed mm-hmm. away would denote that he died peacefully in his sleep, yeah. and he did not. <laughs> yeah, and he recognized the vehicle, and the person that's driving that vehicle right now happens to be Alex there you at go. this point. So that was weird. Mm-hmm. So Melanie, the niece, obviously her ex-husband becomes a target somehow. Well, because he becomes a problem. Right. Not just a problem, but we'll we'll get into the whole religious part of it, like the mm-hmm. whole weird culty. Well, he's a he's a he's a zombie. He's a zombie. Yes. He's got demons. Yeah. He's got he's, he's a something. Zombie. He's possessed. Oh, well, I can't wait for you guys to hear all about that. <laughs> Alma's gonna cover most of that. I'm, all right. So and so, anyways, yeah, the jeep's registered to Charles Vello. Same day, Lori Vallow purchases wedding rings. Lori purchases the wedding. That's the same yes, exact she day she purchases the wedding rings on Amazon that they end up oh, using. Oh, that day? That day. Oh, can I just um, let you all know that they're basically living off of this, um, all these dead spouses. Right. <laughs> and then she, I think, um, at least Charles was very smart and put his life insurance policy and into his, sis- his sister's name yeah because she, she he was like if anything happens to me you're gonna get jj and you're gonna need money to take care of them and right. it's a million dollar policy and so Lori didn't get any of that yep and she but was pissed. pissed she was pissed off she shoots off a text message to the sister and it's yep. like how many kids to raise and all the money goes to the sister she's pissed. yes 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 she was like she's like a that money should go to the kids viper but, you know, yeah coming back at her crazy and then when tammy died because a lot of people are like how do they afford these attorneys for her and i mean it's not very apparent that they're really working at this point and so the wife for chad had an almost half a million dollar policy so let's talk about her so october 9th Mm-hmm. So this was, is Tammy Daybell. Yeah, this is Tammy Daybell. So that was October second that Brandon gets shot at. Yeah. Um, October 9th. Oh yes. It's not even like no several days apart. Um, she calls nine one one and says that a masked man shot at her with a paintball gun. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on to put a face Facebook post and saying that she, you know no idea what the motive was. And yeah. then ten days later, October nineteenth, she, she de- described the same car. Oh yeah, and the, the same paintball vehicle. gun Remember and the paintball just, gun, the paintball mm-hmm. gun, yeah. which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um. So in many ways, she she dies in her sleep. Which we were it's talking like, about. It's like well, earlier. that didn't work, so they found another way. And they said her death was 
they they ruled it as natural, oh, like you so were talking they, about earlier. But now, now with all of these little coincidences, <laughs> they are exhuming. They did exhume her body. Yeah, but that doesn't happen until we're a gonna wait. Later. Yeah, yeah. So then on October nineteenth, so okay, so October 9th she gets shot at. October nineteenth, she dies in her sleep. October twenty second, she's buried. October twenty fifth. A friend of Tyler receives a text from her saying, hi, miss you guys, love ya. You hear about that? Yes, and then, because the police, yes. Go so ahead. what do you I'll think that you... is? Do you think that's fake? Yeah, and they also said that um, the older brother, Col- Colby, said that's exactly his mom's wording. Because she would even talk just like that text to him. Like, oh, she can't talk right now. So she's just trying to give like proof of life in some way, right. shape, or form. And then like, they found... Throw them off the trail. They found her cell phone and everything on the mom's, in the mom's Was possession. that in the storage, the 10 by 10 storage that they were going sh- in and out of? Sure, this is exactly. Really weird. Did you see did, the footage? That, that looked like a body they were carrying yeah. in a bag. Yeah. Yes. When was that? That was October 1st. They That's when they rent the storage, that the 10 like by 2. a body in that bag. So everything's happening in October. So October 1st, they rent the storage. And then October, yeah. Then in this, there's footage, like the, the, what do you call it? The footage from the storage storage facility. Mm -hmm. Seeing people going in and out of there. And it's Alex. Ends up being Alex. Of course. Carrying these big, heavy things in and out of there. And when they finally get, like, access to the storage, it's the kids' stuff. A lot of the kids, like, their possessions. Like, stuff that no mom would ever get rid of. Right. You know? Like, it's just really weird. Yeah, I'm not sure where they found the phone and a tablet, I believe. Basically, everything a 17-year-old would never not have on their possession. I mean, I know you have children that were 17 and had phones. My kids slept with their phones like cuddled up to it like it was their partner so (laughs) mind you we are now in may of 2020 and she's maintaining that they're still safe and alive somewhere but there has been no facebook no nothing nobody has teenage girl and there is posters and news segments and everything everywhere like have you seen and by the way i meant to do this i meant to maybe we could put put a number up just in case if anybody knows anything i mean this is in arizona right if anybody knows anything sees these kids by chance if they are alive that we have a number posted yes that we can like and and honestly you call crime stop you can cry, you know, call. I think the crime stop number was like 262. It's really easy. It's like a 262, 2626. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. <laughs> but honestly, you can call the Chandler police and I'm sure FBI. Or and, the Rexburg Police Department. Yeah, the Rexburg Police. But anyway, if you do happen to see these kids that we, I'm sure we'll have pictures of, that you please report it but as of now nobody has even reported a sighting of these kids right so So, yeah oh 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 can i well no wait are we gonna talk about alex let's well let's just talk about this really quick oh so like because on the the time the timeline 
Yeah. So October 22nd, Tammy Daybell's buried. And then on November 5th, well, how many days later, Lori Vallow and Chad Daybell are married in Hawaii? They're married. And then go back to Melanie, too. Right. Oh, she marries this other guy. Like oh, right away, who is also a member of this. We're going to call it a cult because that's what it is. He, She marries uh, Ian. Okay. So, so yeah. Husband so Melanie, two. Melanie she, marries Ian Pulowski. Wait. Melanie moves to Rexburg. Right. Because she didn't live there originally. Because now her she's part of there. this cult. Now she's a part of the cult because Lori brings her in. Mm-hmm. And then, because again, she, Lori's been like a mother figure. They're very close. And um, when the kids were little, um, Melanie lived or stayed with Lori and like watched the kids and stuff so she kind of like then the kids were under her wing so they kind of all they're very close and then Lori which is so weird she, okay it's just a weird thing but yeah. anyway she she then becomes a part of the cult and then you know and get I, rid I of that husband the, I don't remember the date but they're in Las Vegas at some point yeah it's and- like two weeks after getting like this husband's this divorce is done and over yeah. he melanie has marries... an attempt on his life and then she's marrying yeah so she's guy. marrying this and she only guy. for two weeks yeah 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 that was a thing yeah. and then so she's marrying ian but at the same time while they're in las vegas mm-hmm. alex also marries this other mm-hmm. chick uh paloma something <clears throat> who belongs to the cult right so and she mm-hmm. has some special powers too oh yes that's right because she can like control weather or something yeah like she that. can control Manip- yes okay she guys so this this sh- this shit's gonna get fucking batty okay <laughs> just prepare yourself this shit's gonna if you have not yeah. read or heard anything about this story yeah this shit is gonna get fucking nutty yeah <laughs> If it isn't already nutty already, it's like it's, it's going to get nuttier. Nuttier. Which. Full of nuts. I wonder if Alex, something happened there. Like, I don't know. Maybe he wised up and decided he had enough. Maybe it's having the kids, like the kid thing, maybe he eliminated the kids and he couldn't take it anymore and wanted out. Right. And then they were like, got to get rid of Alex now. Right. Are we at that part yet? Um, I think we are. So YouTube has that 911 call on there and it is so frustrating. Okay. So then this, we were talking about his wife yeah. and you said about her being exhumed. December 11th, investigators mm-hmm. exhumed Tammy Daybell's um, body to perform an autopsy in Utah and those that stuff is still pending or it's probably well. not for our ears <laughs> yet and then on December 12th Alex Cox the brother of Lori Daybell dies under mysterious circumstances in Gilbert Which, Arizona I mean they could be getting weird, worried that because he he's the eliminator so they're like well if we get rid of that he can't talk they well, can't I'm, get any information exactly because they're already in the hot seat at this right. point like the police are on to them the police are like okay yeah. shit is they're starting that- to putting all the pieces together now exactly and everything they thought they got away with is all starting to come Anyway, Alex is um, the 911 call. Her 25, his wife, her 25-year-old son is in the house. With him. Oh, my God. You would think he's 
10 and he calls and he's like um i have a man here his name is alex and he's not breathing not my mom's husband like no that's a weird yeah that was weird to me like my mom's husband something's wrong with him there was no panic in his voice either like shit alex he's almost the same thing as with Lori. yes charles like that calm even with alex Alex. when charles he you killed the man and you're not upset about it there's police officers who are trained this is it's your life or theirs and if they shoot somebody they're hyperventilating freaking out right and you just killed somebody and it's not even like well he came at me with a a bat right and then this guy's just the the operator says um okay well can you turn him over well, he's got feces all over him. It's gross. <laughs> and she's like, I know it's gross. Okay. Can you like, do you think, listen, he needs CPR. Can you lay him flat and start CPR? And then he doesn't answer for the longest time. I was ready to leap through the phone. Right. The phone. Leap through the TV when I was watching it. And anyway, it's very frustrating and it's. Again, it seems very fishy. And then you hear the the mom come in and it starts to sound a little more um, authentic. Like she truly is panicked because you can hear her. Did you hear it? No, I didn't Mm. hear that. You can hear her in the background and it does sound like she's trying to give CPR or something. And then the, but she gets there just as that makes sense. She gets there exact same time as the paramedics or whatever. So of course she's going to put on a show. Right. Anyway. Alex is dead, mysteriously. Dead, dead, Nobody dead. knows dead. Right, dead. Nobody knows what happened. Yeah. Unless you have Alex, more information. Alex, who killed Charles. Shot at. Brandon Boudreaux and possibly Chad Daybell's wife, tased. Tammy. And tased Lori's first, or Probably third husband. Probably killed her Pro- third husband. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's just speculation, but it's kind of weird. All the bodies are piling up here. Yeah. All the bodies are piling up. And, and we have two that, missing children. And we have two missing children. And so now he's gone. And they finally go and... Well, so they actually... They go to get to look for the kids. And then that's when uh, Lori and Chad take off to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like your kids are gone and you're in Hawaii. They're not co- cooperating in any way, shape, no. or form. She will not... They have asked where are the kids. She will not say one word. Right. She is tight-lipped. Not even making something up. Right. I sent them to summer camp. So I think in December, <laughs> finally, like after Alex, like it, the case finally, they finally like go nationwide and like make it an official missing persons case uh-huh. for the kids. And they that's when all the stuff like really starts to like. Had those grandparents not called in concern about JJ? We wouldn't know any of this is right. going on. Yeah, they were pretty persistent. They're like, uh, no, some yeah, and all going these on. deaths would just continue to happen, and nobody would be wise to it. Which floors me. I'm not a trained age. <laughs> I get that they have red tape and things to answer to. They have but processes. That's not that diff- I get that. I that's get not that. that difficult. I've seen people with less. This get interrogated or arrested or arrested and put in jail for longer and that that warranted it yeah 
definitely. I know, it's just crazy. And actually, the way they found Lori was because of Dateline, I believe. I think so, because mm-hmm. they were, yeah, that and first one. it was like one. two days after the Dateline thing, and then they found her and served her with the warrant. And then it was like, the courts were, tell oh. us where the kids are, or you're in contempt. This is what I found interesting. On January 10th, um, 2020, so at the beginning of this year, just a few months ago, uh-huh. um, Chad Daybell's brother makes a plea for him to cooperate with the investigation, stating immediate family had little association with the author due to concerns with his religious claims, particular books he published, including his own. And then um, January 25th is when the Kauai Police Department serves Lori Daybell with the notice that she must produce JJ entirely to the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare in five days, which which she does not. She does not. Then they're like, tell us where they are. She does not. And then they're, they, it's like they keep giving her chance after chance, and right. she just does the same thing. Finally, they're like, all right, okay, maybe. now we're bringing you in. Right. And then they but finally put a $10 million that, dollar bond. But that's on her. Or $5 million, sorry, yeah, $5 million. That's on her, but Chad Daybell is still out there. He hasn't been arrested yet. Well. Not yet. That we know of since as of the Dateline special. Well, no, I was looking it up the other day. Oh, he, he wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was like, because I wanted to see what was the most current thing. Well, because last night, or Friday, when they showed the Dateline thing, mm-hmm. they said that he was, what, they had that warrant or that. They must have gotten something from the, the wife's body. Right. Because they now have him and her, and then they have murder, conspiracy to murder, and something else. Aggravated something, I don't know. But those are the charges that they're going after both of them with. Right. So I was so happy to see that. Yeah, me too. Now we just got to wait for it to be served. All right. So in in the meantime, I don't know at one point what point they like recruited Ian um, Pulowski, which is Melanie's new husband, to spy on Melanie and you know try to get the information. FBI. The FBI. Well, it was the FBI and the police department. Yeah, so, and so, the police. Um, so, you know, he's, he's wired up and everything. So like whenever he gets a phone call or he's part of privy to a conversation, you know, like he's like trying to, so he documents all this stuff. And if you watch the Dateline episode, you see like him sitting side by side with Melanie. It is the weirdest. You guys need to go and watch it. It is the weirdest. The two of them talking like she's very like no expression just very like like she's being interrogated but she's been trained to what to say what to say and how to say it like just don't have any and just like what this is they were doing this what's wrong with that and da 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 but not no sarcasm no no like tone in her voice it's just you know yeah. what I'm saying? It was yeah. weird. And even the connection between the two of them, you could tell it is a very like... T- well, I think they're like, they're still practically newlyweds, like if you think about it. And yeah. at some point, she find, he finally confesses to her that he's, he's been... Recording everything. Yeah. And then she like is hurt, whatever, and she basically fills him in on everything supposedly that mm-hmm. she knows. I don't, I am like, I'm still kind of on the fence of, you know, what she's privy to and what she's not privy to. Listen, I feel I like. I think she knows, I think she knows it all. I think she knows where the kids are. I think she knows everything that's happened. I think she's like Lori's right hand person and protector. You think so? 
Yeah, like Alex is in here. But I mean, as far as like Lori needs somebody to confide in or be her buddy or manipulate or whatever it is, it's that girl. I don't know. I kind of feel like she tells her stuff up to a point and that she's not privy to everything. Like, she, I think she knows. I think she knows. And especially from these documents that I'm going to read you. I'm just going to read a little expert excerpts out of this. But I feel like she knows that Lori's filled her in to a point. Like, I think she knows enough to know that the kids are not alive. I think she knows enough to know that Alex was the hitman. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You, you be the judge. I'm going to read okay. you this stuff. So I'm she definitely knows something. All right. So I'm going to. I'm gonna get into the weird shit here. Yeah, I don't we know mentioned any of we this. we mentioned the whole cult thing. So, so Chad has this whole line of books. He's got this yes. podcast. They're like part of this prepper. The group woke. That's the name. Of it. <laughs> yeah, that made me laugh. Yeah, I'm sorry. The woke. Woke. The the preparing the people. Woke and preparing preparing the people. Right. That's what it's called. That's the podcast. Or That's is that the name the, the, of their group? That's like the religion. So fucking weird. weird. Okay. Weird. So it's like basically a very divergent form of Mormonism. Like I wouldn't even call it Mormonism. No, like I it's wouldn't like, put it in the same yeah, category. Yeah, but, but that's sure what they're labeling it as. Yeah. I mean, it definitely has Mormonism as a base, but it is um, definitely like. Not even close. Out there. <laughs> out there all right it, so. to me like we talked about it's more scientology if anything because it talks so much about like the hierarchy of what did that say so let's the, just talk about the, the zombies human bodies that have that's had not their scientology it's by not the way. yeah <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> They believe in zombies. Yeah, I don't want to insult. But it's any a very different kind of zombie than you know you're picturing in your head right now. <laughs> Human bodies that have had their original um, spirits forced from them have been possessed by either a demon, original third of the heaven. This, okay, so this is Ian's. Ian has taken notes. Somehow the these notes get in the possession of. Uh, the FBI or the police department or like I, I'm not sure quite sure who but we have access to them and I'll send you a link it's uh and it's off of the East Idaho News they have their yeah. huge watermark <laughs> all over everything the zombies all right the zombies so by either a demon original third of the heavenly host who followed Lucifer disembodied spirit once living human spirits who have chosen not to be reborn into another pro probation I, I'm I, I'm not really clear what this whole probation thing is or a worm slug yeah. creature controlled by lucifer that enters the body to control the host okay if this so starts sounding like saying, a science fiction movie like it's pretty much yeah and it sounds like to me what they're saying is evil devil takes over or or sins like it's the worm right. or the zombie is is possessing the human form which that soul no longer exists right. so the soul that lived in that host no longer exists right so and then they talk about like the most okay so probations multiple probations you have a minimum of three lives to become exalted but more to become gods okay and remember Lori is a god uh -huh. Um. After two mortal lives, you can choose to sign a light contract or a dark contract. Okay. Choosing light or dark 
isn't permanent. You can choose not to be reborn if you are satisfied with your progress, which is bizarre. Um, and this is all Ian's understanding of the belief system. So he's kind of just writing notes here. Veil grows thinner each time you are reborn. So like, you know, what you have access to, to the veil between the this world, this world. That's what I'm getting, guessing mm, what they mm-hmm. mean by veil. Um, multiple... I could be wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Multiple ceilings possible, but and I'm I think this has something to do with Mormonism because I know there's some mm-hmm. from talking to some of my Mormon friends, like like I recognize some of the the belief systems. Mm-hmm. Uh, multiple ceilings possible, but males can choose. Of course they can. They can right. always choose, right. right? They can choose one true spouse or have many. Of course. And then translation is translated beings cannot die, cannot reproduce, do not need sleep or food, and do not feel the sorrow of the world. Injury is, I'm sorry guys, I'm just, it's the way it printed out was really light. Injury is possible, but healing is accelerated and it's never fatal. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And also translation is done in... Multiple phases, tests, slash tests, usually lasting three days. Upon completing the phase, the Lord appears to the translated. Okay. You know what? Hold on. This just goes to what everything I teach. Right. And try and teach people that come to see me and try to tell all of you when I'm on this is, you know, I, I once had... Somebody kept telling me, every time she'd come to see me, she'd be like, Carlene, you need to write a book. More people will come and see you. And I'm like, I'm not going to write a book just so people will come and see me. If I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write it so I have something important to say. Right. And she would say, well, so-and-so over here has written books and she, she makes a lot of money and people will come to see her all the time. Like, I want people to come to see me because they value what I can give them. Right. And that they know I'm legitimate and they want, it's all word of mouth that people right. come to see me. But I would, I try and tell her, just like I tell everybody else, just because you write a book doesn't mean you're legitimate. Just right. because you can speak to thousands and thousands of people that means you're a good salesperson you're a good entertainer let's talk about did you see the part where the friends the friends that used to know him like were like exalting him or whatever chad daybell talking about that he had this um moment i don't know where he was in the water or whatever like and that he had this vision well they said he had this is what started his journey right okay he had near-death experiences, okay, like two of them or something. And when he had these near-death experiences, that's when... The veil opened up yeah, to him. Yeah, something told him what he was doing. Let me just say, I had my near-death experience, and they were just telling me that I was going to be okay, and I had important things to do. Right. <laughs> like, they, were, they weren't telling me I had to start a religion. Right. And that... You know, I, I this to... is fascinating to me that, you know, like the whole cult thing, because mm-hmm. like how easily people are led but people that are okay. looking for something. Yes. They're looking even, even if you're Jim Jones, Christian, the go, going to Christ to church, Scientology, like, yeah, Jehovah, yeah. whatever it is, anybody 
even what I do, there's people that are so David hungry Koresh. for something. Yes. Yeah. That they that's the thing. Like why try and teach people to um, like a lot of times I'm telling people you're searching for something because they'll tell me to say you're searching for something and it's right in front of you. You're searching because everything you need is right here. It's right in front of you. If you're searching so hard to belong to something right. or find meaning in something, it's because something is lost in you. Right. And so you're not going to find it in a religion. Right. You're not going to find it in alcohol or drugs. Right. You have to find it in you. Right. And, and, so, and, and the thing is that, you know, as in my experience, as you're getting older, you're learning new things every day. Yeah. Nobody has all the answers. Like if somebody's proclaiming that they have all the answers to something, they they're lying. They, they don't. Nope. If they are proclaiming that they have this access to God, okay, we all have access to God. Everybody does. We all have access to higher power. And that's just their interpretation of what the, they're, if they're feeding mm-hmm. you something and they're telling you that they are the only access, right. the only door to... I am to, the God yeah. and you, and I the, am the one who can lead you to righteousness. That's bullshit. It is bullshit. bullshit. And that's another thing I try and teach people. Like every single one of us is intuitive, but our how intuitive we are might be different. And we don't always I'm have more the intuitive right answers. than you might like, be. One day you wake up and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow you get like more clarity on, you're just like, oh, I was wrong yesterday. Learn, I was yeah. wrong yesterday. That's not, that's not what it is. You know what I, I mean? mean? Another thing, uh, you know this, I always tell people, I call them God, but right. I don't tell anybody else what to call them. But even my children, because that's a journey you have to go mm-hmm. on. And as you go through things and as you grow and you learn things, you kind of are led to that. It's, it's faith. And that is your connection, your personal relationship right. to whatever you want to call it. And sometimes I'll tell people, call them Santa Claus for all I care. Right. But just have some faith in something greater than you. So that if somebody's telling you that you have to cut off your whole family and cut off all wrong. your friends, that's, uh, that's a fucking red flag there. There's no God. Flag. There's no God that will tell you to kill somebody. <laughs> that will tell you to get rid of your children. There's no God that will shun you for doing anything right. or running outside of your crowd. So that was my little soapbox moment. Like, yeah. That just, yeah. sorry. That's yeah. that's no. one of my pet peeves. Because but it's also fascinating to me that people are so easily led. Well, it's fascinating to me that they read these verses in the Bible and how twisted oh, you can twist, they can make you them. Can, mm-hmm. You can interpret. So many things are so open to interpretation. But it's not them. It's their leaders. So how do they believe that there's a God to believe in when they just read he's unconditional love and loves all his children and then they shun their own children. And I never think it's like the fault of the the people that are following. Like I'm just always fascinated that they're so easily led, but it's I don't yeah. think it's their it's the fault leaders. because they're misled led because yeah. I just feel like you know so many people are just searching for something. Well, so and if you're are... born into that? Right. That's all you know. So, of course, and a lot of it is so fear-based. So, if you do this, well, I don't want to end up in hell burned by fire. Well, and then there's also the cult of personality, which is something Mm -hmm. that we're dealing with right now. Right, right. So, anyway, just 
just find yourself. You don't have to find it in a religion. I mean, oh, your religion is a community of people and like-minded individuals that you're going to want to share that faith with. But your faith starts with you. Right, right. And if you feel like something's weird or wrong or whatever, fall get down. out. Get out. <laughs> Go okay. ahead. All right. So, the, okay. Let's get back to Ian's notes here. All right. I'm just going to jump ahead. Sorry. This is just like, because he just like takes that all these really notes on this. Yeah, it's really complicated. So we talked about the zombies. Um, there's also teleportation. Oh. Um, when translated beings are needed, they may, with the Lord's permission, teleport the necess- to the necessary location to perform their assigned duties. Remember that one. Um, dark and light portals, physical objects all around us have ties to the spiritual world and can open portals, gateways. This is where the shit starts to get really fucking sci-fi. Uh, of both light and darkness through which light and dark entities may pass. That seems pretty generic to me. Okay. Uh, Church of the Firstborn and the 144,000. The Church of the Firstborn is a higher organization and God's church in the truest form on earth. The mysteries of God are revealed to those who have become part of it. This is his understanding. Terrestrial blessings and locations begin to be revealed to members. Doctrines add to but do not replace those of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day saints which is why i say this is the base and then the prophet of the mormon church presides over the general congregation while others are called specifically to run the church for the church of the firstborn all right so that's enough of that so are they saying that they're secondary to the mormon church or that they're it kind of sounds like that yeah no that they're secondary secondary um dark church and priesthood satan is a god is God's exact opposite. Duh. Um, Lucifer has a body, was once an apostle apostle and fell. Okay. And Cain was the first dark being to be translated in the creation and walks the earth with 50 dark... Okay, there's this 50 dark translated beings. Okay, so just remember that there's only 50 dark translated beings. Okay. To prevent delay... The Lord and delay the Lord's coming. Spiritual gifts and powers. People can manipulate the elements to do the Lord's will, which this chick that Alex ends up marrying, huh. she's a manipulator of the elements. Elements, right. Um, to bring to pass the signs of his second coming. And if you can imagine it, it's real. Which sounds like wizardry to me. Like rules to wizardry. Like if you think it and you can name it, you can make it happen. I mean, that's I teach that. <laughs> If you, if you, it's law of attraction. Well, yeah, there's that, but believe it, you can retrieve it. If I imagine a glass of vodka in front of me, oh, that you can make it appear. Can I make it appear? Because well, that would be pretty else. great. Yeah, that can be pretty. I great, mean, is right? that what they are talking about, or are I don't they know. talking it, about the law kinda, of attraction? I, no, it kind of sounds like they're like, oh. if you imagine it, you can make it happen. Well, to I mean, me, that's making sounds... it sound like a yeah. law of attraction. Okay. Every fantastic idea is a real reality somewhere. Magic. Hmm. Um, wizards, sorcerers, witches, <laughs> etc. Spells, curses in Harry Potter are real. What? And require great focus, will to use. 
What the fuck? Well, so there's a lot of re- religions that won't let their, like a lot of people that won't let their kids even see Harry Potter, Pokemon, any of that stuff. Have I ever because... told you that my mom, when Isaiah was little and she was babysitting him and he brought home Harry Potter from the library, she wouldn't let him bring it in the house. There was a, a dog food bin right outside the door and he had to put it in there. Stop. I kid you not. <laughs> I mean, they think it's real. There are right. some that think it's real, obviously. But. There's supernatural creatures, mm-hmm. dragons, giants, fairies, centaurs, etc. Um, spiritual... People that do what I do believe that. They believe all of that that you're saying. This, well, this I don't know. makes it feel like Dungeons and Dragons. I don't this, know, maybe. Because a lot of the people very, that talk, very... that do what I do, uh-huh. they make it sound just like that. And I'm like, yeah, no. No, not my. That's not what I'm taught by my. You don't people, believe in dragons. I do. Well, I believe in dragons. I mean, I mean, I don't know what goes on in other I'm just <laughs> I don't want to tell anybody what to believe, but that's not what I'm taught. You know, it's fun in stories. It's fun in stories, oh, like yeah. it's fun in imagination. But you know, like I don't know, like this just makes it all very like that makes it dirty because we know what's happened because of that right um spiritual weapons dark and light weapons weapons that i mean because wiccan wiccan does that same thing wiccan is the very same premise of that is it really because i've never really like you know studied anything wiccan i mean the which it fascinates me but i've never like really like gotten delved into it yeah and a lot of people it's, it's all sounds magic, it's very, but it's, it's not. not. Sorry to interrupt you, but I just had to throw that in there because that's what it sounds like they're doing here. It sounds like they're taking Mormonism. Mormonism is that the word? Being Mormon, then they're Dungeons taking and dragons, Harry yeah. Potter. Well, it sounds Wiccan. like they're taking like the Wiccan. They're because the Wiccan um, that has to do with the elements right. and stuff. Even what I, I do has to do with being grateful to the certain elements and the north south east west you know when i do certain if i was doing a binding ceremony i would bring in gratitude to the certain elements and directions or whatever but okay so it sounds like they're kind of a mesh posh of but you don't hear storm from the x-men and you can no, like I mean, make it rain in a certain part of the world I mean, or or like no, have seismic occurrences somewhere like you don't feel like you can just like touch the ground but but maybe there are some that do that like even there's dark magic i had a guy come to my door one time and i had to tell him you need to stop doing whatever it is you're doing because he was like messing with some dark stuff but he was calling himself wiccan Mm -hmm. i'm like that's not a wiccan you are messing with black magic and so i think they are kind of a mesh posh of like religion and then all this other new age kind of stuff and mm-hmm. then yeah bringing, it sounds like, like it's very like new agey like but, but it's it, it sounds so dirty because of the dirty things that they do with it it's just like being there's being in the Amish and then finding out that they shunned half their family because they ate pork or I don't know I don't know if Amish eat pork I'm making that up but you know what I'm saying right because oh, they like drove in a car right right and That's then true. Their, all their kids got shunned because they drove in a car. And then you're like, well, no. shit, Amish people are crazy. 
but are they really? They're just living their truth. So then he begins to document his conversations with Melanie. So there he was just this outlining. This is what I want to know. This is it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when Melanie began sharing all of these things with me, I tried to keep an open mind. I'd only met her four days previous, but felt very con- comfortable around her. I believe there is more to the gospel than what I have seen so far uh the idea seemed harmless at first she sounded pretty certain of some of them she talked about how she learned some of these things in the temple and others from chad and Lori. okay specifically uh-huh um upon first meeting chad and Lori, i didn't get a bad impression of them but they did seem different i didn't think anything of that as I feel like that's a fairly normal feeling I experienced. I didn't give them much thought as they were planning that I'd be taking the reins concerning care of Melanie. They said that they'd be going to Hawaii and invited me to come along. Later, Melanie explained porting, the teleporting, teleporting, yeah, and that they could travel there by that method. However, they took a plane. Oh, (laughs) Like the rest of us. <laughs> I would have liked to see the teleporting part. The first time hearing all of these beliefs was a jolt. I was looking for someone spiritual, but this was a leap beyond that. Yes. That info concerning territory had fears and doubts, but I trusted Melanie and wanted to give a fair chance. You As- know what? She's a very, they're both very good looking people. Right. But I think he was a little mesmerized by her beauty. Absolutely. She's I think very so. cute. I think he's girl. I think he still is. Yeah. Okay. This was interesting. He says between the stats, accounts and dark and light weapons and words spoken in blessings, it sounded like someone had created a tabletop RPG based Bible. Um, while something like that appealed to me, I couldn't find anything to confirm it as I prayed and asked. I figured anyone called to something like this would struggle, but now how else would they be made aware of things like this? I continued to try and keep an open mind and proceeded with caution. So he's like, he's like trying to process all this. And then at the same time, he's like, it's uh, a little like, weird. Yeah. Everything is a little weird, far-fetched to me. His caution radar was on target, but his penis radar (laughs) was not exactly exactly (laughs) the pussy was strong yeah um melanie began to share that she feared for the lives of the two children based on her church her two children Hmm. based on a dream that she had where they came to her um so that concerned him about her kids like he started to feel very protective about the husband she has, I have that she had two, but then I have that she a had thing five. that said she had four. I saw there was a, in the picture she had four. Yeah. Huh. Those dogs sound like somebody's dying. Yeah. They're, they're <laughs> in their um, kennels right now and they're not very happy. Can we talk about the fact that other than this, that when Chad Daybell and what's her name, Lori got married, that he was saying that she didn't have any children. Yeah. Oh my God. So to all his family, right? They were saying, um, well, first to some of the friends and family, they were saying that she had grown children, and then also stating to other parts of the family and friends 
She didn't have any. Right. That's so fucked up. So and they they already had it planned that they right. were getting rid of the kids. Exactly. Like she was coming. She'd moved on with her life. Yes. Like whatever, which mm-hmm. is totally fucked up to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. I understand that JJ was not her biological child, mm-hmm. but Tylee was. But she's had. Either way, it's she's fucked. She's had JJ since he was an infant. Yeah. So technically, I mean. And she, and like footage that they had of her on Dateline where she was just like happy go lucky. They were going yeah. to the beach. Yeah. They were like, and All at this up. point, yeah, at this so point, cute. the kids are already out Dead. of the picture. We, like, we can hope that maybe there's some. We can hope. We can hope. Okay. All right. So this is where she says, we married faster than any couple would, but felt that it was right on our wedding night. She begins to elaborate on the um, ideas she shared earlier about her children coming to her. She explained zombies and her fears about what Chad and Lori stated concerning the original spirits being caught in limbo in until the body is body's death she stated that brandon had possessed had been possessed by a demon so this is her ex-husband oh my god i I swear nobody's nobody's tied in a basement in my house these those are the puppies they are not happy about being in the crate all right a little bit more on this she was either told either through revelation or by chad that something would happen to him or needed to happen to him in order for his spirit to progress and for the Lord's plan to continue. This is talking about Brandon, her ex-husband. She didn't take well to the idea that her husband... So they were saying that he was possessed by a couple of demons. She didn't take well to the fact that her husband... Of her ex-husband dying as part of the Lord's plan, but didn't think action would be taken by anyone. Um, They meaning Chad. Or Alex. Alex, yeah. Or Alex. Probably. That's my take on it. Yeah. They're all saying this. And she's saying that she still loves Brandon and she never wished ill on him. Mm-hmm. So this is, at this point, this is what becomes concerning to Ian. She shares with him the idea that Chad and Lori could have directed Elle, meaning Alex, mm-hmm. to take a shot at Brandon. It wasn't anything she was sure about. The concerning concern began when she was called to the Gilbert PD and asked about Chad. Lori and Alex after the attempt on Brandon's life. She later was given the impression that the bullet needed to move five inches so as not to hit Brandon. To him, it sounded like Chad was the person that gave that information. Okay, so this is where, that was interesting, but this is more interesting. The discussion moved to Chad and Lori's missing children. You know, the missing children that Chad claims to other people that Lori did not have. At that time, only JJ was counted as missing and the Rexburg PD had conducted raids on Melanie's apartment along with Els, Alex. Melanie had been told by Chad and Lori that their children had been possessed <laughs> and had become zombies. She shared concerns that she's been told Brandon needed to die and that may indicate that the Tylee and JJ needed to die as well. She told me that she was worried that El may have had to take care of the kids. She explained that Al had great faith, Al being Alex, mm-hmm. and never wavered in his trust of the Lord. No task would be too difficult or too great for him. When I asked for clarification, she restated her concern verbatim. Well, there you go. I'm telling you. I think Alex did do it, and I think like possibly <clears throat> he started to question after killing his niece and nephew that it 
did start to weigh on him. And then that's when they were like, we got to take care of Alex. Yeah. Or with the body being exhumed, they had to take care of him because things are going to link to him. And maybe they think like getting rid of Alex would get rid of some uh, incriminating evidence. I'm trying to find the part. Sorry, like the, the, the font on this is so small and so I'm like trying to squint through it. But anyways, I was telling you about the 50, was it, was it demons walking oh, the right, earth or the right, 50? Right, right. Well, the two FBI agents that happened to be conducting the investigation were Are they named, part of it? Yes, they are one of the 250, <laughs> amazingly. Of course they are. So I, it's pretty long. I'll, I'll probably put a link to this because it's I, you, you need to read it for yourself. There's a lot more that he really goes into detail about, but... I mean, I think that right there was pretty damning. Pretty damning. Uh, <clears throat> clearly, it wasn't enough. At that time. <laughs> I guess. I wonder if the fly buzzing through this room is translating to this I microphone. I mean, I did get something. That's why I took off my headphones. <clears throat> but It's, it's kind of driving me crazy. It is driving me crazy. So, can I just want to put a couple things out there. While we're talking about religion, we're not condemning no, any, not. any religion. Right be the religion of santa claus but we're not condemning it or judging anybody you could believe what you want but this one is loopy and crazy and i will i'll judge you and make fun of you for belonging right. to it. along with <laughs> branch davidians but, or but you know we were talking about the different religions and i don't want anybody to think that we are criticizing or judging or one's better than the other they're all wrong i i believe what i believe and i i truly keep it to myself unless you're a client and i'm supposed to share it with you right and be like i believe this is what i call them and i don't tell you what to call it i don't tell my kids what to call it you can call them santa claus for right. all i care you know even that. yeah <laughs> and even like being raised the way I was and feeling the way I feel about that, like I still feel like I'm not a religious person. And I probably said this, I don't know how many times on this podcast, I'm not a religious person, but I am a spiritual person. And mm -hmm. I do believe in a higher being and that higher being to me is God. Mm -hmm. um, but to other people it's different. So, but I, I wouldn't pass that judgment on to like I, I respect Mormons. I respect right. Catholics. I respect who Christians. Are we? Yeah. What do we know? Well, I might, I might have a little <laughs> cynicism towards people that take advantage of people's good-hearted nature and yes. and their but actual belief system. About. Yeah, that is that's my about. cynicism is people yes. in the hierarchy mm -hmm. of of religious systems that take advantage of people. Yes. And that's one hundred percent right down to people that do what I do and prey on people's vulnerabilities right. and grief. Right. And then right up to politicians. the Vatican and politicians and yes, right up. So and also the other one, just remember this is it's no different than there's the FDLS, is that it? DLS. There's the Mormons that believe in LDS. The, no, there's the Mormons that oh, believe fundamental. in oh, yeah, and okay. and multiple wives and all of that, and then there's the Mormon Church that doesn't really like being affiliated to like the what was that guy's name Jeff Jeffries something Jeffries yeah anyway that don't like to be affiliated but they're Mormons and then there's Mormons that you know go to church just like a Catholic and everybody else and practice very innocently and have their beliefs and then there's these people who try and relate themselves to being Mormon 
and uh, then they add all this crazy stuff into it so we're not saying that this is a mormon religion because i'm sure mormons no. would be like don't associate us with <laughs> yeah shit. exactly so i just want to make those things clear distinctions yeah yeah absolutely so here we are with uh Lori is actually in custody. Yeah. She's had a what what did you say oh, it was 10 million, 10 million and 5 million five and then they had a reduction bond uh thing where they had the mask. Anyway, I was trying to watch it and it cut cut off. Mm-hmm. But they actually showed on date line maybe. I don't know. But anyway, I got to see the final. They did not reduce her bail that they reduced it once to one million, mm-hmm. and now it has not been reduced. It is one million dollars bail, and then um, I think they're trying to figure out how to get that. But it's and difficult. hopefully we find out here soon something that happens with Chad Daybell and, like and then they finding out about his wife those and warrants. like if like if something comes back from the toxicology mm-hmm. from her exhumation. I don't know. Yeah. Find out. But I think it's pretty suspicious that Alex, I, I think he was offed. Oh, I'm sure of it. And come on, that's a little too many natural deaths or oh. And the first, the first husband that passed away or... The heart attack? Had, the, had a heart attack, he was cremated. So there's no yes, way they can ex- exhume him. So. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Crazy shit, man. Fucking crazy shit. Zombies. Crazy shit. Zombies. Are you a zombie? Are you a zombie? I how could many, be. How many, many demons do you have inside you? I mean, some people. I don't know. Ask my dad. I, let me ask the demon on my shoulder. Uh. I, I talk to dead people. Some people would say. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this stuff is like way, way, way out there, though. It is way out there. But, you know, the bottom line is, if it feels wrong, it's wrong. If it feels right, it's right. I mean, if you have to search that hard for something, call Carly. I, I think a lot of people are just <laughs> looking for something, though. I think that's just a thing. Is. Is a lot it's of people just are sad. just le- searching for something. Like, they feel like an empty space in their life, and they're they're searching for those answers. And these people, people like this they guy, prey they them. prey on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just totally like take advantage of them. Like, look at Jim Jones. He got a whole bunch of people to drink some Kool Aid with cyanide in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, they freaking drink Kool Aid. <gasps> Did you watch the David Koresh movie? No, not yet. But I watched <sighs> one before. But I haven't watched this. No, new this one, that's one out gives there. you a whole nother. It, it'll make you mad, but not in the way you think. Really? Okay, I'm going to have to watch it. It changes everything. It's insane. It's okay. something we could talk about another time. Okay. We're definitely going to revisit yeah. this because obviously, mm-hmm. you know, things aren't settled. and It's a developing story. It's still developing, so we're going to come back to you guys with more information on this um, sometime in the future, and then I'll let you guys hear um, what Carlene had to say about it, like her dun, 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 her instincts about it. <laughs> I keep, every time I say something, I get chills. Yeah. So. All right. We'll see. Does Carlene know her shit? <laughs> All right, you guys. I guess that's our yeah. show for tonight. I know we don't have our um, our ghosty story tonight, but this kind of this, this kind of covers of a lot yeah, of fr- hey lot kind of, of- we covered zombies <laughs> yeah we covered zombies <laughs> oh i watched the fourth kind today before i came over oh my here. gosh that's a crazy so good it, i can't believe it gives you like real clips it's not real yeah it's not real it's not it's not what is it it's it's not real it's not real how no. do you know because I like researched it after. I'm like, is this real? Oh, it's not. No. Okay. Oh, that was freaking me out. 
Me and Aiden are, Aiden's like, Mom, it gives you real. And I'm like, okay. that's insane. They take real stuff because this is, that person's a real person, yeah. but they kind of like, they embellished a lot of stuff. So. But that's not real footage? The real footage that they use is real footage? Is it Some of it. Footage? Some of it is. Yes. Some oh. of it is. It's pretty freaky. It is. That's all I care about. Yeah. It's like, is that the real footage or is that fake footage? Because they do have their filmed footage. Right. But they say that. Yeah. I want to know if that, like the cop car footage, that doesn't look very real. But Yeah, there's a lot of fake stuff interspersed with what's real. So it's like, yeah, just look it up. You'll see see the real stuff. I'm going to look it up. But it's crazy. That's scary. There's a reason why I never watched it. But now I watched it. (laughs) I had to look it up right away. Like I'm googling stuff as I'm watching movies all the time. Yeah, like I don't watch. Real... I don't watch enough stuff like that to care. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, I, I definitely look up, like who is Uhtred, because <laughs> he's cute. And then I act like I act like I'm gonna meet him one day, and right? he's single, and he's right. gonna want to go out well, with me. You know, maybe like he's Outlander, like, you could go through the stones and meet Uhtred. Oh. I mean, just young <laughs> enough to be my son. He's freaking hot. He no, he's hot. not. He's hot. I, uh, yeah. He's a like you, I like pretty much uh, went through that in a day as I was sitting here doing accounting stop. stuff. And yeah. now I'm watching Mer- Merducci's. Merducci. Medici's? Have you watched it? Medici? Yeah. Have you watched it? Mm-mm. It's on Netflix. I watched it the, the season three. There's a lot of and good stuff guy, on Netle- Netflix right now. The guy right that's now. on there is pretty cute, too. I've watched... Um, Not like you, Trude. Hentified. Huh? It, it's spelled with a G, but it's pronounced Hentified. Okay. It's, like, it's, that's, it's on Netflix. That's I started, We started watching that, and <sighs> it was so good. Like, we just... We went through that whole thing. Okay. Definitely recommend that. Okay. Of course, I watched The Last the Kingdom. Do you watch The Vikings? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not that's coming like May six or something. Though, yeah. Next season. So excited. Yeah. That'll be watched in a day. What else? Or two. Watched? All right. Yeah. What else? I'm, I'm trying to think. I can't even think of like. There's a bunch of good stuff. Oh, we've been watching um Vida, but that's on. I think that's on Stars. And I watched all of Pretty Little Lies. Do you watch that no, one? No. Is that good? So no, good. No, my friend Lorraine. You need to watch it. She t- told me to watch that. So good. Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine. Like, I couldn't stop. What? Oh, no. I, th- I was thinking, remember, we were trying to remember a name out there? Oh, yeah. I was going to tell you, <laughs> like, as I'm re- watching, okay, reading all this stuff, did you ever watch the movie Frailty? Oh, no. It's with Matthew McConaughey and Bill Paxton. Mm, okay, so the premise of it is, like, this father, like, he's married, has two boys, and... One day, like, an angel comes down. He has this vision. And they pretty much tell him, you know, like, this angel's going to come and tell you who to kill. And you have to have faith in the Lord. These people are possessed by demons. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So, like, as I'm reading this, I'm like, oh, my God, this sounds like this movie I watched. I had to look it up. Yeah. I wonder if that's where they got this. And he wrote all these books. Oh, my God. It's so weird. Yeah, I was going to, like, name some of the books, but I don't want to give him any kind of no, like, I like even a, that was that was one of the dilemmas with um, Tiffany suggested this. I was like, damn, I don't want to give her any acknowledgement, credit. I don't want to talk about this story. But right. then it's like, right. how can you not? Good job, Tiff. 
Yeah, thanks, Tiffany. Again, thank super you. Super happy she so said much because I got super. I got so into it that I'm really glad that we didn't record because I needed to like decompress from all this, all the research, all the videos. Right. It's crazy. It is crazy. Anyway. It was crazy. Thank. Yeah, definitely. Thank you, Tiffany, because that was a rabbit hole that. Yeah. I've gone down this last week and a half. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for cons- getting me into something that was consuming my yeah. life. Well, okay. All right. I think that's that's going to be it for tonight. This Back has been to our ghostly and... Our regularly scheduled program on the next one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, everybody that's been listening. Like, definitely our numbers are going up. So thank you for anybody that's recommending to a friend. Yeah. We appreciate it so much. We appreciate you guys. Um, hope you guys are all doing well. We'll get back to our tipsy selves yeah on the next one <laughs> although we did drink a little beer but we did we, but we, we you, you can't get goofy when you're talking yeah, about was, something was, like this yeah, exactly so. anyways this has been tipsy tales i'm alma i'm carly good night hey guys thanks for listening to this episode of tipsy tales music by jesse Biscata, artwork by sergio hernandez and if you're listening on itunes please don't forget to rate and review Thanks.